0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Pashed. I'm your host, Paul James, and I'm again joined today by Jay Parnas. Damo's off skiing. I've run out of ideas for where he might be. No, he just couldn't join us today, uh, as as with last week. Uh, So the two of us are going to today be discussing a topic that kind of read its head close-ish to a month ago now, but we've not had the opportunity to discuss it properly until now. Uh, The Platinum Games... Situation, but not really a situation. It all centres around the fact that scale bound recently. The rise, fall, and rise. Or maybe yeah, Platinum? rise close well, Yeah, I, I don't know. G- given we've got near coming, yeah, we could be looking at rise again. Who knows? We'll, we'll talk about that properly in a moment anyway. Yeah. Um, basically, scale bound the Crytek looking formerly, at rise. Yeah. <laughs> um, the formerly exclusive scale bound for the Xbox One has been cancelled. Microsoft and Platinum kind of came to an agreement themselves that. That's it. Killed the project, which is a shame because you and I were both. I was. I, I like the look of it. Interested. Yeah, interested in the style of it. And I mean, like we know from games clubs and those sorts of things that overtly Japanese sort of stuff doesn't really normally get you. Yeah, super but interested. And, you know something like, hey, we're riding dragons. That's cool. But then like, hey, the guy's wearing headphones and like just like this is unnecessary. Kinda that that, like that it usually puts me off. But I was still in that. I look forward to this sort of camp. But it's been case. because you're you're
1: still kind of a fan of third person character action games. Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah, as a general rule, I'm still a fan of
1: those. There's been enough Western stuff done that's taken from, I suppose, the Japanese stuff that has sort of
0: made that enough mainstream that it's fun for all ages over a certain age. So what this whole closure and everything that uh, has gone on has kind of prompted has been throughout the the industry really is kind of a lot of conversations about where's Platinum at? Are they doing... Like, what's good, bad, otherwise? What does this mean for relationships with Microsoft? What does this uh, mean for uh, relationships with other publishers? Uh, Do they have... Does it actually impact anything at all? Uh, And that's kind of what we want to hash out today. Um, So what I did as I kind of did a little bit of a I've, I've pulled a bit of information do a little bit of history so, uh, for us before we get started because Platinum while they only kind of released their first game under the Platinum Games header in 2009 they were the Clover studio uh, made up of former Capcom and former Clover people who uh, well obviously Capcom speaks for itself there's um lots of you know Resident Evils and all those sorts of things that are yeah, in their I pedigree. Mean, yeah but, um, Shinji Mikami was yeah. one of the founders yeah, so he's, yeah, like, Resident Evil. Used Eagles, to Resident Evil, yeah. Right there, and, and there's a bunch of other names that would have undoubtedly had their hands in lots of other things. But, like, the Clover people had stuff to do with uh, Okami, Beautiful Joe. Oh. Like they're, they're, yeah, see, I'm, I'm hitting mm. I'm hitting a beat there with that one. That Again, like we both, both of which are very Japanese and very much to your liking as well, which yeah, is... Yeah, cer- certainly Okami, Beautiful Joe was novel and I kind of enjoyed it, not as much, but... At the same time, did because not, did not disen- uh Sorry, did not not enjoy that at all.
1: That's fine. I'll have to take your copy off you then, if you don't if you don't want it. I don't even know where it is. That's fine. I want it. It's great.
0: At some point, maybe. Beautiful Joe is. Can't f- do that. You, yeah, you you are a massive... I've already borrowed game. it from you yeah. uh, at least once or twice before. The years. Yeah, it's such a good game. Um, so the first game that they then released as Platinum Games once they kind of merged up uh, was Mad World, a game that you I, loved. I I, I, I think it's enjoyed great as well. Yeah. Um, Black and white and red all over. Yeah. Um, depending on how you play. Well yeah. depending on how you play, yeah. But lots, uh, lots and lots of blood.
1: Yeah, um, a game that was, I think, supposed to be styled almost like a Sin City, I guess, but played... Well, I mean, it was it was on the Wii, so it was kind of a weird sort of half motion. I, I think it was, to my... For my, for my money, it was probably the best execution of the Wii controls.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and in, that, that includes stuff like Skyward Sword, who used the Wii Motion Plus and even i guess no More heroes which was one of my favorite games of yeah. all time um just because it was it was integrated more some of that movement but it was like it was almost using quick time events with motions yeah that worked if that makes sense um the control like it had just enough buttons it wasn't too like you didn't need to have super dexterity for it yeah it's a, a great game like especially to, to launch a studio with it was
0: and see, in the exact same year, talking about uh, launching a studio, they also released the first Bayonetta that, yeah. that year as well.
1: Fantastic game, Squad like um, ninety on average, almost
0: yeah, thereabouts when it comes to Metacritic anyway. Um, for, you know, I say on ta- average ta- take, because take what- on average, take whatever meaning you want from a Metacritic score you want, but yeah.
1: if it, I mean, chances are ninety means it's pretty pretty fucking bad. good. That's yeah. right, because I mean, you have to figure out that. Their, whatever their weird math is, there's, you know, somehow... There's got to be some good scores in there, at least. Yeah, to, because if you've got any low scores at all, that can... It kills it pretty as quickly. As we've seen across our draft, that points can get shaved
0: very, very,
1: very quickly. Yeah.
0: Um, but they weren't messing around for those first few years. So there was those two. They also released a game called Infinite Space on the DS, which I know nothing about. Me neither, but, um, yeah. But Vanquish came out the following year. You'll be seeing that sitting on the on the shelf. I really here. liked Vanquish. Yeah, you sold me on that in the end because I didn't pick it up at first and didn't particularly care and unfortunately it seems like most people didn't regardless of its uh, critical reception which was quite good Mm. doesn't seem like uh, many people bought it at all um, it it was was, a weird game to play but
1: once you got those controls down so fluid like
0: I remember you talking about how just like the one word I kept hearing over and over was satisfying like it was just satisfying to do this yeah oh absolutely for sure um Anarchy Reigns came out in 2012 2011 is the only year since their format or since their first release where they've not released a game at least one game Um, which after after blowing your
1: load on like Mad World Vanquish and Bayonetta fair enough take take a pause for the cause
0: yeah exactly Uh, (laughs) 2012 was Anarchy Reigns a game that polarises I've got a couple friends that love it I think the fact that basically all I'm surprised wasn't Uh, it was sure. like a it was, Sean.
1: okay, fair enough. Um, look, uh, it was like it was an online, like multiplayer third-person brawlery kind of thing. The impression I got
0: was this was all quick time events, and I was just like, nope, nope. Uh, and from the, what I a remember, phrase that you sometimes throw around, I
1: noped the hell out of it. Well, <laughs> um, for, from from my money, from what I remember, and again, this was me seeing it come and go and being like, well, I like Bayonetta, and I like Jack from Mad World because I like Mad World. I don't know, that doesn't look great. Um, it looked it looked just like a clusterfuck, basically, which, I mean, online games already are, but you add in, like, a third-person brawler into that, and that's, like, locking onto people, and, like, there's a reason why you can't have multiple people invading you in Dark Souls at once, because it would be a clusterfuck. Yeah. And that's pretty that's much what, what that, that game range. looked like. Yeah. Um, again, I don't know too much about the gameplay, but I know that it just... It, It's a neat idea in theory alone, I would say, from what I saw. Yeah, right. But that's all I really know about it. I never played it because, again, I just, I too noped out because I'm like, well, I like these characters, I like
0: these franchises, I don't really want to see them like that. Yeah, fair enough. 2013 was another big year for them. They uh, released their first licensed licensed game, not thankfully comic book or TV or anything licensed. They uh, They jumped on the Metal Gear bandwagon. Army license, uh, lend, well requested their services to do Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, a game all centered on Raiden. 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 How we pronounce it. You're the Metal Gear fan of the two of us, These. I get. I mean, it's. More of one more than I am. Like Japanese pronunciation would be Raiden. Raiden, cool. Um, so. Rise uh, and Lightning. Yeah. Uh, so that, that was pretty well received. Not bad uh, yeah. sort of numbers, but. But close. Like it's it it 87, on, I think. I think. No, low 80s was like 80, 81 87 on PC perfect. Oh, cool Even better um, Keep in mind also When Like we're going to be talking about Some scores Different stages about low Jay and I had a little conversation yesterday, Like Prior to any recording Yeah, here, a shit fight basically A, a, a 70 oh, No, no like, like I I was dubbing A 70 Low In our conversation that is not a bad score
1: you're dubbing mid to high 70s as still a low number or, and, uh, mid, and I, middling, middling even even still I find that to
0: I what I, I I don't agree the thing is I don't agree with that I think that uh, as you rightly said in our little chat afterwards that a like 7 it and, shows, and change shows is that the, the gaming review business and what like where the po- well, popular opinion is about how scores should be allocated is a little bit off. It's rubbish. That's, even, that's
1: the, whole even the way that we do our draft, like I mean, we're looking at games to be in the 80s, like low 80s, as backups. Like, it's it's a bad way to be looking at games yeah. in no, general. Um, I, I agree. So so even pushing that to being like something mid, whether it be low, mm-hmm. mid, high sevens, that's still... Your middling release should be in that four to six sort of
0: territory. If, if we're even looking at... Your skills.
1: middling should be... You know, four to six, yeah. yeah. Like you said, like
0: it and should be middle lower of the road. And higher and yeah. amazing being, you know, this. That's right. And I guess because. What, what we tend to associate with it, like your nine and up sort of score in a game, like that seems to be about right. But yeah. then there's this territory from six to eight, which is. Well, six to If,
1: if you're in the 60s, you're. You're busted. Yeah, you're not. Even low seventies, I would argue not, you're these days. you probably not breaking
0: even with sixties um, yeah. these days.
1: But that's and In that's terms kind of, of financial sense. That's, that's kind of the awesome. problem. Like we we were discussing on the updates, how Mirror's Edge, which I think ended up with like a 76, seventy-six, oh, seventy-seven, something like, that, yeah. something like that across PC, and and that was even enough to and, put, that out and, that, and that was even enough to put me off. Which I know that's bad on my front. And then you've come back and played it and said. Better than that. A, better than that, and B, not indicative of the,
0: of the enjoyment that I got out of that game. Yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, obviously, all these things, review scores, it's all subjective, but I think, I think well, we both kind of agree, that, yeah, the scoring system's a little bit out of whack. But anyway, so just keep that in mind when we're using the word low or middling. or. When low. Paul uses
1: the word low, because I refuse to.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, in the same year they released, uh, it wasn't quite launch, it was like a couple of weeks after, but uh, the wonderful 101 for the Wii U was the first of several titles that got released exclusively for Nintendo, for Nintendo, Nintendo yeah. platforms the following year Bayonetta 2 I have right? no idea what sort of score range for 101 uh, that was in the 70s as well was it? okay yeah. mid to high 70s if memory serves uh, Bayonetta 2 what about the PC eclipsed, release? <laughs> uh, uh, Bayonetta 2 eclipsed the scores even of the original um, yeah that was so that was it was early 90s I think it was the top Scored review. It was game of the year year contender. Game for that year. Yeah, I don't think it won many game of the year awards. I think it was. I think
1: it it got pipped by the Last of Us. Twenty thirteen
0: was yeah, the Last of Us and GTA and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, bad timing on a game that not uh, sorry, a game on a system that not many people had. I think that which is unfortunate. Again, not necessarily right that oh, just because not many people played it, but that unfortunate.
1: And there were some numbers that that we were throwing around in terms of uh, units sold. Twenty
0: fourteen. No, that, was, that wasn't the last of us. Here, Was it not? No. No. Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, and um, it was still Age Inquisition. It was still in
1: that conversation yeah. very no, it strongly. It absolutely yeah.
0: wasn't. And Sunset Overdrive and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's unfortunate. A game near and dear to chase. Yeah, Well, for it sure. Ne- it was never going to win against Sunset Overdrive, was it? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Even if you did get an opportunity to play it.
1: Uh, Look, I I like Bayonetta. I also appreciated a lot of the fan service stuff that they did in Bayonetta 2. I don't know how much of that you got to see, but there's like a Star Fox costume and a Metroid costume and they all have their own unique aspects and things like that. But for me, the numbers we were looking at, and and Damo, um, may he rest in peace, um, brought forward some numbers in terms of exclusives. Um, he used Sunset Overdrive and he also used Uncharted 4 as examples unfair in terms of them being on we'll, greater we'll, yeah. received platforms we'll
0: talk but about them all pro- properly shortly because you and I in- both run some numbers but yeah, yeah. And, and also based on um, and whilst thank you for these services VG charts don't provide exact figures either oh for sure they're, they're approximations based yeah. on like they have connections with um, retailers, retailers they, yeah. they, they ask them things but you can never get an exact figure um, it's and they also don't include digital sales.
1: Yeah, of which the Wii U has plenty.
0: Yeah. No, no. Nintendo have reported yeah, several times that their their digital sales are actually. I'm quite sure. Good. I'm sure they're all right. Like not specifically that game, but as in in all, general, yeah. the portion of their total sales being digital, like they're actually quite happy with it. Okay. And that's because it's your Nintendo core audience. It's not they, for the Wii U. Like there wasn't. And that's because <laughs> There's 13 million console sales, most of them are hardcore sort of gaming fans be it Nintendo or overall or families who got accidentally buying the Wii U because it's like peripheral to the Wii yeah Uh, but that's again that's a whole other topic Uh, the first of a series of licensed games where they were working with Activision came out that year they released The Legend of Korra which was was rough rough fucking game um that one, we don't have to worry about low, medium, high. It was just reviewed very poorly. Yeah, based on whatever spectrum it's you like want to talk 50s about, like fifties or something yeah. like that, which is rough. That's yeah. a rough game in the gaming review score circles. That's that's poor. It, on um, a scale of one to ten, that's like that's just like mediocre. <laughs> yeah, um, it worked, but barely. Uh, they didn't release uh, an original IP the following year. They put a licensed thing out for Transformers: De- Devastation, which actually was re- like received re- quite, quite well scores were in the, the mid 70s which again High suggests 70s. suggests kind of your again, PC middling was like to alright sort of seventy seven seventy nine. the conversation like I hear outside of review scores is this games alright yeah games short, good short but alright yes um, and maybe it was just the length that worked against it ultimately I, I don't know I can't speak to that I haven't played it uh, I think there so was definitely you, conversations about that because the from what I
1: recall of that com- the conversation of that game the game played really well
0: yeah 2016 was a rough year for Platinum. <laughs> yes, it um, was. Three games came out. Technically, Technically two, three. Um, yeah. So two and a half. Nintendo. Uh, they'd been working with Nintendo, and we'd seen it for a while coming that they were working on Star Fox Zero. Um, they'd, they were, they were the lead team on it Nintendo lending their assistance when and where required. Um, I also think that Nintendo would
1: have had a lot to say about how that game was made. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, there is no reason for Platinum to be putting in gyro controls.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Though. That's Nintendo absolutely be, a Nintendo. We want to use this feature. We, want we, to use...
1: this feature. Yeah.
0: we need they you. They would to... play these. These conditions are required. To which I'm not the game.
1: From what I recall of the conversation of that game, which was not very much, that was part of the problem. The problem was the, the, the reliance on the gimmicks.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Star Fox Guard was bundled in only for those who bought the the special the edition package, of it. Yeah. Um, which scored, it's scored okay. It. yeah it actually, it actually reviewed better than the core game itself yeah. which is not a surprise kind of amusing but a- again it, even that Star fox zero scored a 69 like it wouldn't <laughs> yeah. uh, it, can only, it can only have done better really yeah um, well I mean legend of chorus has some words for you but uh, teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles also came out the mutants in Manhattan which is in considered in the same sort of territory as legend of yeah
1: chorus. I, and look the, the conversation that has been had is like Why is there such a fluctuation? I mean, my simple explanation is the B team is probably not nearly as good as the A team. Yeah, for sure. No, I absolutely agree with that. Um, I I feel like it's as simple as that. Or maybe they're, they're just not devoting the resources that they need to. At the end of the day, they're targeting a hardcore fan base that will make purchases. I mean, you think of Avatar The Last Airbender. That's a pretty diehard group of people. Yeah. And I'll call them a group of people out of kindness. Um... Turtles fans are turtles fans for life, and again, look, they may and not appreciate idea
0: like with your Transformers fans. Yeah, just exactly. Yes, turned out okay.
1: Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. Yeah, it just probably was a little bit better, a little better. Maybe they had a bit one more time of those,
0: or any number of things. The, yeah. the key thing to note with those licensed games is that they were year after year after year. Like, presumably, the development of one had started before the uh, the, the next other had released. Finished. But at the same time, you're probably working with max eighteen months. Which is not a long not time, long on it, yeah. Which maybe explains why each of the three games are short. Regardless, they're not the, amazing. Regardless of the quality, they're, they're all short. Yeah. 2017 arrived, and uh, within like the first week and a bit, two weeks, uh, we ha- got to the news that basically prompted this, scale-bound. this discussion: the scale again, game. Both of us were anticipating has been cancelled. Now it, we've got a bunch of questions that we'll kind of talk about, but they're still still currently in development. Nier Automata which by the time you're seeing this the game may already be gold but it is in, on track for March release that's exclusive to the PS4 number 4 on my draft I'm yeah, so putting some bank into a it be- you're a believer I am too you know what? I, was, quite, I, wasn't I didn't even know what the game
1: about. was until I saw a playthrough of that demo sorry to cut you off no, no, man, you're but, right. because again like this is where that sort of came from for me after seeing that demo be played through I was like alright looks like the A team is back at work yeah and again you've you've seen the sorts of scores and ability that that team has and it's like all right if that if that really is the A team that's cranking this out they're partnered with Square i think they can get this one done
0: yeah and i mean we'll quickly rush through what's to come so they've got a game called Grand Blue Fantasy Project Relink don't really know anything about sequel to Blue Probably not. Probably not. Uh, coming to PS4 2018 and a game called Lost Order, which is a, uh, a mobile game that's also on track for 2018. Um, the question that has been asked by some actually, talk dis- uh, for the most part, discusses the comparison between Near and Scalebound in that these are two games, one exclusive for PS4, one exclusive for the Xbox One. Microsoft, from the sands of throwing tens of millions of dollars at, at Platinum to help them and assist them and they've stretched... Sure. De- uh, deadlines and those sort of things. I, I remember the news early, I think it was January 5th, 2016, where they said the game's not going to be out till 2017. Like They, they kind of got on the front foot, which I applauded them for. though like, okay, cool, you realise the game's not, maybe they're a bit behind or whatever it is. Not at the time realising that, okay, clearly the game's in a bit of trouble. Um, yeah, I think they had some engine issues. But from what I've heard... We did is- chug in, in, the, in one... Two I think chug slow, is still not, a bit rough, but it's like it frame rate it, it dropped wasn't a bit. Either. No, no. It wasn't again, it's game
1: in development, and you're showing it at a conference, so it's a build from even earlier than that. It, it didn't chug that badly. Like, no, it was fine. It was, it was, it was yeah, fine. Yeah. Like it sure it wasn't smooth, but whatever. Like it looked yeah. like a
0: big open environment. Yeah, no, was And the there same, were big like, fucking creatures. Pe- in there. People had the same concerns about again regards to the qu- final quality of the game. The uh, the order 1886 chugged when it was first shown to media for game uh gameplay and whilst you and know, that was the only thing that wasn't bad about that game yeah. in the end in the end it worked well i, I like the story but there was yeah, it was too quick time centric. There, there was other issues and there was there. Very but in terms story. of its game's performance it like, in terms of, you know uh, frame yeah, rate they got it there it was fine yeah so and i believe that the same would have been the case for scale bound so the thing so there that, must be some other issues that no one's coming out and declaring it. And that's, but that's there has been issues out, so. with
1: other companies that have gone have parted with Microsoft and they've been pushed too hard. There were circumstances where some of the directors that were working on Scalebound had to take time away from it because they were just burnt out and they couldn't they could no longer work. Yeah. And this is like four of your directors have to go on leave to be able to function as humans again. Yeah, that's, like, a bit, that's a bit of a worry. Yeah, it? it's it's a concern, and it's certainly not stuff that you hear out of, say, Square and PlayStation. Yeah, on, and on maybe the...
0: to a point that, so Jay and I, we were chatting over lunch today about Microsoft and some of their exclusives, and you were talking about how they don't have that many, outside of Halo and Gears. That's right, there's a lot and, and of you pressure. Can, you can make the argument for Forza, but it's, it's a annual uh, Yeah, it's, it's starting
1: game. to wear thin,
0: I um, think. Like they don't have that big IP where Sony at the moment is all about Horizon, saying this is going to be our next big IP. Microsoft's hoping that the next thing they put out, which is Halo Wars 2, can capitalise on until
1: until who knows when.
0: Um, Rare brings Sea of Thieves out, and they and they're hoping that that nails it so yeah
1: and, and again that's probably until e3 and there might be a hey you can get this now Oh yeah, of course. yeah be, and, you know, Vince, and we
0: find obviously. out what goes on with crackdown and all those sorts of stuff. Yeah. There's, there's
1: those question if, marks but the, again the problem with that is who knows how much of e3 is going to be dedicated to scorpio and yeah for sure who knows what happens as a result of that but to get back onto the platinum side of things they're not the first to fall victim to this and i i would assume and look you could definitely make an argument whether it be true or not you could definitely make an argument that potentially recall had the same problem it yeah. looked, it looks like a game that was rushed
0: yeah no I'd agree with
1: that you don't know why you don't know because again like if they needed that time to put the polish on that game like it's, I mean, it's, it's reviews weren't bad it's just it's like oh man this was close yeah they nearly had it, something it, it actually was quite your,
0: good um, to use yeah to focus on recall it was like your and I don't mean this in any sort of negative way it was your THQ sort of game which is like thereabouts, there's lots of good ideas in it, but it's execution is just a little bit... Yeah, like, yeah it's just like there's, there, some, like
1: there's there's bugs, the end game is shit because it's not finished. <laughs> and in the case
0: of recall, load times were horrific.
1: Yeah. And again, that... Some
0: of the worst, like, uh, that one we know to be bad. Yeah, recall in, in terms was worse. of that, yes. recall was worse. Minutes, minutes, um, on, yes. And enough to go boil a pot and...
1: Cup of coffee. coffee and, and then drink said cup of coffee, yeah. before, like, <laughs> cold. Yeah. Yeah. It was, Um, and that's the thing, like, a lot of those games that came out of that same E3 press conference, was it the 2013, 2014?
0: That was, yeah, just across the whole industry, that was a weird sort of E3. Microsoft lost a few from that, that was Phantom Dust, that was... Again, Phantom Dust was was another one of those ones where... There was one other that I can't think of. It just disappeared. (laughs) Phil Spencer says it's coming, like, middle of this year, weirdly enough.
1: Ah, uh, that's nowhere. a remake
0: of the original. Yes, the, yeah, it's a remaster or whatever. Yeah, I think is that is that
1: different to the one that they yes, announced? It's
0: not the same one they announced. This is like a yeah. remaster of of the original the original, one. but which like it's it's unlikely. That is weird. That it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, we'll see you in a couple months with it.
1: Yeah, it's unlikely they're going to revive whatever it was back from the dead no. again.
0: No, it doesn't seem like that's happening. Yeah, which
1: which makes this all the more weird. It's like, well, what are you trying to do?
0: Yeah, but that was that was a weird E three across the across the board not just exclusive yeah because if you look at all the of stuff they had a lot of oh no but in terms of a lot of different publishers there was all a lot of things that and now I did that was the same uh, year that EA revealed Criterion's kind of GoPro whatever the fuck that action, is action sports thing that clearly is not thing anymore or a and super they're, they're, back burner they're just lending their expertise to help with Star Wars hey we know cars or help. and Mass Effect I'm pretty sure yeah, they did all the yeah, vehicle stuff yeah, in Mass Effect doing, yeah. so Star Wars all that stuff I think stuff. that project either right on the back burner or dead Yeah, potentially Yeah, maybe but they're um, like
1: we want to get on while the Star Wars pan is hot Yeah, put that everyone likes extreme sports always do that later who knows yeah yeah, of
0: course who knows um, so if, there's some questions I had for you and I guess you too uh, you as well as the you picture. too where does... Straight, straight from Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so wow. where, where does that leave Platinum's potent, any potential relationship with Microsoft specifically first? For, um, for anything in the future? Do, and But actually, should I preface this? Do you think in any way, shape or form scale band's ever coming back? No. Okay. Because the, the important thing to note with Scalebound is that Platinum own the rights to the IP... Not Microsoft. Oh, as in, so will Titan the franchise ever so be back, Titan or do you mean
1: will that will the assets from that game ever be used? I don't no, think the, a-
0: the IP I'm from
1: from you. for all intents if that engine is f- as fucked as it's been rumored to be. No, but in terms of the idea, the concept, maybe. Yeah, I mean, may it, like, wouldn't it be hilarious if Sony comes out with a few dollars after like Nier comes out? Swinging, and it's like, hey, that that IP you've just got sitting there. Yeah, no, let's, we'll let's, help you. Let's. We've got this engine, you know, and,
0: we, and we've got this guy that's working with us, Hideo uh, Kojima. Yeah, like he can yeah, make yeah. anything work. Do you want some help? Like he, it's, he went on a journey to find new technologies. He found some. Do you want him to lend it? Yeah, to he's, you? he's got this <laughs> mate called uh, Everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in any industry he wants.
1: Yeah. So look, I, <laughs> obviously jokes aside, yeah, I don't think that'll happen. But I mean, look, they they could potentially use the IP. I don't know if it's clean IP yeah it might have been a bit the names a, a bit too much now it's, yeah names have been muddied a little bit yeah but I mean again people like the underdog, so who knows in terms of their relationship with Microsoft I feel like they'd probably be more cautious I don't think they've poisoned the well on that too much because at the end of the day if they put something out multi-platform all they're going to do is get more sales well, and with the Scorpio on the horizon you don't necessarily know what that means. Because now, because, I mean, obviously... Only because we don't really know what the Scorpio... Yeah, exactly. Is. But also, at at the moment, right now, the Microsoft product is the lesser product. Yeah. When that is no longer the case, Behind and, and depending on... and no. <laughs> <laughs> And depending on what the install base of the Scorpio is, and who knows, if that's the unit shifter that they're hoping that it is, then... Well, some are speculating it's even the next generation basically yeah well who knows and that's the thing if it is and that really kicks everything off i mean maybe microsoft skips a generation the original xbox not that great and they killed it pretty early xbox 360 lasted for 10 years and and xbox one
0: they got got the jump on the ps3 as a result of killing the original so as early that's right and
1: xbox one not that great yeah, And they're killing this one off fairly early Who knows well, could,
0: Yeah, Potentially, could be. It, We, we are, are obviously speculating But it's, oh, it's not out of the realm Nothing
1: but speculation But my
0: point is I don't think no, that they all, all our inside source Microsoft giving us one of these Yeah <laughs> right Yeah all of the none of them we're, we're like Kojima We're great mates with Phil Spencer Yeah Yeah let me just get my other t-shirt um, <laughs> <laughs> No look
1: At the end of the day Banjo I, 3 Yeah mm, No Um I don't... Yeah, look, I, they, can't, they can't go... A, a business like them, because they are a business, if you go in with the idea that Wells Poisoned, let's give everything to Sony, that's short-sighted. I mean, yeah, I, I, I in agree. the last generation, Bayonetta sold more copies on the PS3 than on the 360, and it was the lesser-selling console. Yeah. But they still sold nearly as many on the 360, Purely because it was the other Just console. Just because there was more consoles. That's right. So there. depending on what the install base is, no, nah, I
0: don't. I don't reckon it will. I don't. I don't think we'll ever. I think there's see... more caution probably from Microsoft towards Platinum, and not because necessarily because it's platinum. Oh, maybe. I don't think it's even necessary because it's platinum. I think like Microsoft, and I'm kicking back to the 360 now, where they. They messed around with Square Enix trying to get Blue Dragon. There was Eter- not that Eternal Sonata was... Blue Square. Dragon wasn't that bad. No, no, but like no, all they went. They tr- had this real strong push to bring Japanese games over with their RPGs or just other Japanese yeah. games and try and make it like... Because the 360 was... Uh, Xbox platform across the board just was not selling in Japan. Yeah. They were trying to build that up and build it up and build it up. Crash and burn. I think the most they sold was, I think, maybe Blue Dragon or, or probably Tales of it... Uh, Vesperia, Vesperia, yeah. Um, so, tails, um, I'm getting my tails uh, games mixed up, but I think that might be right. Um, One day but, they'll but have nine tails. even then, uh, yeah, Jesus, Deep uh, cut. far more than that. Deep cut, Pokemon mm. reference. Yeah. Um, like even that wouldn't have shifted over a million, despite the Japanese no, audience. Despite the case like Tails, Tails has got a growing uh, Western fan base. Yeah. That, that's and, and, it, and it didn't do the numbers they expected I think there's more give me more caution from Microsoft going the other way sure if it's multi-platform whatever but they
1: don't have to invest any money in that that's just but by the same token Microsoft NX,
0: for example that maybe puts the game on both they don't more. have the
1: options to be picky
0: yeah but at the same time if, uh, like they're, I, I they're, they will eventually
1: run out of big name developers to make them games yeah if I, they I, if they start viewing these as are oh, that company is too much of a risk. This company is too much of a risk. Some indies are making too much of a risk. I mean, where the fuck is Cuphead?
0: Well, I, th- like, I think this is in this particular case, and obviously we've got no, like, no one's come out and publicly said why the thing was cancelled, and they probably um, won't, and they probably won't. It'll be a Kojima, Konami situation, but um, yeah,
1: exactly, and that's the thing. My, there, there are there are messes in video games, as, because as with any industry, really. Yeah, okay. I mean, it just doesn't get out there as much yeah. in the games industry. I mean, when you look at same movies and stuff like that because the people that are involved in the movies are celebrities in their own right that shit gets out there whereas in video games it doesn't because they're just people, yeah. like, people who, like who, who watches eyebrow. yeah who watches credits these days in video games you don't know who your favorite animator is or like in the same way that it's like you know a couple of names of
0: million hands yeah to make
1: light you work know out. like your favorite yeah. director producers you know
0: in yeah. cinema all of that sort of stuff I think the games industry is still building like it's slowly building in that way that we're starting to get your, your Kojimas your Cliff Blazinskis, your Shigeru Miyamoto's um, and a range of others yeah you're, like you're, do, you do get your faces we're, we're, we're getting there but they are the people Hines, at the top and your you're not yeah. yeah did we say Kojima? Jeez, yeah um, so, did I mention uh, Kojima? yeah um, Amy Hennig all those sort of people like yeah. it's, it's, it's getting there but like it's still a little way off. I think yeah, that's there's, right. There's more caution from Microsoft only because I, I think in this in this particular case. And again, we've got no evidence one way or the other. I think it was one of those things where uh, uh, Platinum have turned around, like we can still make this work, but we need X number of dollars. Microsoft said, looked at their books and gone, it's already cost us this much. We think we can sell this many copies based on history and whatever projections right. and stuff they've done. Gone, we're not going to ma- like. This is going to be a net loss for us. We're going to lose even more money if we go continue yeah. to go the thing. Let's kill it here. Not necessarily a nasty sort of thing, but just yeah, it's just pure business. It's just not it's business exactly. Um, so they, I think if anyone's going to be hesitant, it might be them just because of history. I think yeah. Plat- platinum is better when they're doing things multi-platform like they did with um, the original Bayonetta and also I think Vanquish and those sort of things because they've got a larger addressable audience. Um, they need PlayStation for because there's, a- there's more people in the PlayStation platform who look for their style of yeah, game than Xbox. True. Yes. Um, so just having them on board helps. Nier is a good example, but Square Enix is footing the bill for that anyway.
1: I also think that there's a bigger swing towards Japan games It's growing. being yeah. better again. Yeah. There was definitely around that 360 period where... No, it was, it was trash in a it lot, was in a lot dra- of different like, areas. RPGs it was drying up. With rubbish. For the well, most it's part. not that they were rubbish. It's just that no one was able to make a good one for whatever reason.
0: And and there, there who were a couple of self in JRPGs. Most of them were rubbish. They, yeah. uh, there were very slick few exceptions. Yeah,
1: but, uh, and and I think it's probably the ones that have those that made those exceptions that are now leading the way. Like your personas, your Nino Coonies. Yeah. Tails.
0: No, Tails. Tails has been steady the
1: whole time. Yeah, like I, you've, you've got your big. I mean, you're basically you're, you're level five. Your Atlas. You're, yeah. You
0: and, that, and that's your yeah. yokai and Square Enix finally got their act Final Fantasy 15 and like Square Enix are starting to pick up the ball but they're one of the groups that you're talking about where they're starting to surge again that's right and you're starting to see not just in RPGs but like you and I have been speaking about Yakuza Yakuza 0 is one of the best if not the best reviewed game in the franchise yeah, It's the point. best yeah um, we've got Neo that's just come out not to
1: mention you've got Kiwami coming out later this year
0: yeah which so, is
1: the the remake of one after they've just done a prequel? Perfect timing for everyone that
0: picks up Zero. They're gonna be like, "Well, let's see what the rest nice. is." Okay, cool. Here it is. There you go. It's just yeah. So it seems like yeah, the Japanese industry is starting to find its feet on consoles and I, and I think
1: also they're now they're getting the the they've they've dipped the toe in the water of the indie side of things. I mean, for better or worse, obviously you got your mighty number nine, mostly worse. Worse. but then you've also got your blood stained
0: as well it's starting to creep yeah in that way and they're starting got, to you've got Square Enix having their Square Enix Collective too which yeah, of is course. their kind of crowdfunding and thing. also like you've that got it goes a screening process your then nindies gets proof, as then well. it goes to Kickstarter yeah so the, you know I mean obviously I'm the, thrilled because both of our histories are pretty strong, Nintendo, linked with yeah. Japanese and yeah mostly specifically Nintendo, Nintendo yeah. but like Japanese games that came to the absolutely platform, yeah um Death1 Jim, love it. Japanese as hell. <laughs> but then you're overtly Japanese like Mario Kart. No. Um, yeah. So yeah, that where does it leave, regardless of Microsoft, where does it leave Platinum? What should Platinum do next? Obviously, we've got Nier coming out. I think, well... What would, what would you advise? Because also keep in mind... This conversation is weird. We've had successive when, Nintendo exclusives as well. When this
1: comes out, more about me will be out there. Yes. Reviews may even be trickling out by that time. No, stage. not by that point, but. Yeah, I think so. No, 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 You never know. Someone might break a street date. You never know.
0: <laughs> by about a month.
1: Yeah. No, nah, it's a couple of weeks, isn't it? Isn't it late March?
0: This episode's gone up in about a week. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, Paul. So, Jay's um, forced my hand to date the episode this time. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> fine. Um,
1: yeah I, I've got so many <laughs> I've got so many in the draft coming through in the next couple of weeks yeah it's, it's easy that I yeah, it's, I, it's sorry,
0: I'm not, I'm speaking not of clusterfucks like
1: I've got the draft I've got shit just popping off fucking everywhere uh, we were talking about it a little earlier I just I have I think six in the next Month, month, or thereabouts. Yeah. yeah. So it's the majority of the ex- craft is done. If you, if you could excuse me for just a moment for not having any fucking idea yeah. of who I What's am, going or on, where
0: I am. So what, what should they do next? Because yeah, like they've obviously scale bounds. Let World their A team take a break and then make another really fucking good game. Because <laughs> what was? I'm going to scroll back to the list. What was their last really good game? So let's let's ignore near I mean, we say it's Bayonetta 2 in 2014. Yeah, that's so, not that long ago. It's not that long ago in the grand scheme of it, because Bayonetta was a late, it was like
1: a October November release.
0: Like I'm curious to see how the resources internally, because um, they're not a big studio. I did a check last year when I wrote an article, and they had like a bit over 100 employees, which is not many for a for a, a, a company that's been makes, pumping out a game yeah. every year, so how except did, for 2011 for the last. How they last. To do that anyway is beyond me. Yeah. but um, I ha- like it's not suddenly not totally surprising if they're working on both Nier and. And Star Fox and... And you know, assumedly Bayonetta 2 way, was... Scale, a scale and... Yeah, Bayonetta 2. And Bayonetta 2 know, so. and Nier would have been underway together at some stage. As for Scale so And like, Scalebound as well. Yeah, like that's, you know, you'd start just doing some basic maths and not exploring Plus, the obviously, the rest of those little ones. Yeah. They're I'm all... Not, not exploring the finer details of how exactly it was distributed. But, you know, that means you suddenly got teams of maybe 20 or 30 working on a given project. And, like, that's not feasible. Not for, not for a AAA game. No. no, not for a AAA game or a AAA studio. So then maybe they, they make smaller they, they, games. They need to slow down, is <laughs> basically my thing. I, I, I disagree. So, I think s- point, speed give up. Them a re- give them a rest. Give your A-team a rest. Presumably it's the A-team working on me.
1: I would say maybe take on less AAA projects and maybe look at the good parts of their smaller games. Like yeah. your, your Star Fox Guard, your Transformers, right? There are definitely good parts of them. I mean, again, even, you know, your, your Ninja Turtles or Legend of Korra, they didn't score, like, a 10. No. Like, there is some level of redeemable features there. Now, if you can cram I mean, that into, I, I like, got, a, I
0: got hammered by some Legend of Korra then. fan on Twitter a couple of, you know, Like, a year ago, because I described it as a really poorly received game. and you're Like, bullshit, have you played it on PC? And like... Mm, still bad, still a bad uh, game but still, still a, a bad way. game, I just uh, didn't respond to it come at me, still a bad game um, <laughs> you can hit Jay up on Twitter, he's real active
1: yeah, good luck <laughs> with that um, I, I think maybe indie sized games I think is probably, and, and look they've got a mobile game coming, help I, them get their groove going again who knows, if that mobile game does quite well, maybe that's where you'll see their B team
0: move, maybe they'll stop taking on licensed projects and they'll start working on mobile games yeah, because so my, my gut feel with these license projects that they've done along the way, whether it's Metal Gear through to... What was the last one? T- uh, TMNT. I think it's because... I feel like everything other than Metal Gear was to
1: fund Band of the 2. Yeah, exactly.
0: Android. Like, they've, they've needed to be able to fund these, their their own ideas, their A-teams ideas, yeah. and even things like Scalebound. Um, yeah, it's not all they've Microsoft. they to mode. fund it by mooching <laughs> off Activision, because Activision just... Oh, what? Sorry. They own you, Blizzard, you, 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 which you means... Wanna, is you want to do Legend Cora? Korra? Here. Like, we'll give you X hundred million dollars, just, probably not a hundred, but, no. You know, X million dollars, just go for it. Do it. Ten mil. Do just
1: it. see you in um, a year.
0: And, you know, the game comes out, and they make, that because, the, you know, whether it's Transformers, Korra, or... It's avid 20, fan base. They've got an avid fan base, so regardless of the quality, they're probably going to turn a profit on it on top of that as well. Cool. That allows us to fund Nier. that well, not so much Nier, because but you know mixes, what? But their their next original idea again, like they're not purely mooching off another company. They yeah. are not
1: a game company leech. They they no, do have to put in yeah. some of their own company money. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's, 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 like, it's business. To go into it to... That's that's right. So they have to make money from somewhere. And this is this is old school game development. I mean, if you look at like the PS2 era, and even earlier too. Well obviously earlier but yeah but, I mean the PS2 was probably the worst where there was just drags any movie that came out had a licensed video game that was put together in 8 months yeah and so had to, to hit the something. movie date yeah and it was probably the same shitty engine I, it's one of the things that kept THQ alive for so long because yes. they just made every fucking like WWF and Rugrats and fucking yeah Scooby Doo and they all sorts to be of a
0: licensed attachment yeah Fucking Spider-Man. So those games were actually not too bad. You know, going that indie or mobile path—that like they're both profitable spaces. Especially like the indie one, it's inexpensive. It's getting more. You can more have expensive. a smaller team. But it's inexpensive, yeah. Small team, and it gives you a chance that maybe you could probably kickstart some of the profits. One person from that A team can go work with those, and you build up the capacity of those others within the team to develop at a higher level as well. And you start, the, you know, all of a sudden you are making more money. Your team can expand. You maybe form a second studio. Again, put a couple of those A team people over there to help guide and develop and build them up. And all of a sudden, it's
1: a quick way to see games like t- this get your, a sequel. Yeah,
0: even if it's a smaller sequel, it's still a sequel. You, you turn, all of a sudden you turn profit on each and each game maybe maybe not each but most games um, I think grasshopper if they every now and then do something that's a near order martyr 2 or whatever it happened Metal Gear Revengeance 3 or whatever, whatever's you know sort of stuff comes along that just adds some extra money and then yeah, it doesn't seem like they're just taking anything that comes their way yeah I because mean they are them picking, a very talented studio yeah
1: they're, that, they're picking good shit yeah and, like and then again the properties that they're picking like Work. have a look at the list. Work none the of them, are, none sense. of them are bad. I mean, you got. I mean, the wonderful one hundred and one is who the fuck knows what that is. Still, not a bad game. Yeah, it's still a decent game. But again, like looking at the rest of them, Metal Gear, Airbender, yeah, the Last Airbender, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja
0: Turtles. Even near was an existing franchise yeah. that had a all...
1: super cult following.
0: Yeah, even like taking those uh, Metal Gear and near out, like those three that they picked are games that you could. To see, uh, you could sit to see working in a video game, even Star Fox.
1: Like, yeah. how long were people calling for a new Star Fox yeah. game? They still kind of are because that one was shit. But that's not the point. <laughs> the point is that yeah, that's it's definitely a feasible way of existing. Yeah, it's it may be kind of old school in terms of how to make money, but it's a, it's like again, if you can start to build up that and it also indie sensibility, then you can make smaller games that could potentially make
0: gangbusters money
1: yeah and, and then you start looking at the- that
0: one you know it's clearly not been Bayonetta unfortunately because Bayonetta's fantastic but the, the, like that one IP maybe it could have been Scaleband we don't know but like that one IP that all of a sudden like people just latch onto I don't know like I don't know what it is because we know that they're gangbusters the X factor but there's yeah it's got an X factor about it all of a sudden it shifts millions and millions of copies and then they're fine like they're they're off to the races then they can kind of almost do what what they want want. yeah pretty much Um, and then they can having to rely on the help of other people maybe they can start self publishing and that sort of stuff
1: and they can dip into again they can go back to the well for games that have been quite successful quite popular and show what they can do with the the franchises that are intrinsically theirs so and that's why this whole sort of conversation from the start kind of confused
0: me because I don't really feel like they're in trouble no I don't feel like they're in trouble it's more just a reflection like what what do they do where are they at what I mean, because that and year what's, what's the they right had a hand direction? in everything.
1: They they had like nine games that they're working on. Team of hundred. That's like what eleven About people 11, each. Yeah. <laughs> that's not
0: that's not that's, quite that's close enough. Yeah, yeah
1: like that's uh, that's a fucking shitload of people.
0: Yeah, for working sure. like uh, stretched course, yeah. super thin. Like, the, they'll be tight. And that's what yeah. you're saying about giving the A-Team a bit of a rest. And that's the thing. Do, like, do we think they persist with things uh, like a partnership with Activision, one that's going to help them get
1: those no. dollars in the door? No. Mm-hmm. I, I think they should really look at the indie side of things. Or, again, it's to have a look at maybe the mobile space. Because, again, all they need is one Puzzles and Dragons and they're set forever. Yeah, Yeah. true. One indie... Well, like, not indie, one indie, sorry. One mobile, one mobile off, game. Yeah. I mean, an indie game, your overheads are not big. You may not necessarily make a huge amount of money back, but you can churn it out. And yeah. if it's a popular
0: franchise, then you maybe even, you can turn like it into this big... Mobile games and, you know, be it, be it Pokemon Go, Candy Crush, Fire Emblem. You've only got to have a again, few Puzzle of those... and Dragons. Puzzle and Dragons. You've only got to have a few of those, what they, they dub whales, the ones that just pump money into a game. Like, there was yeah. a guy in the last week or so that uh, owned up on Reddit to having put $1,000 into Fire Emblem just so he had every single character. Like, there's one of your whales right there. That just... You get a few of those people that are just going to keep churning money. Into and then you've got you're like laughing. Your, 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 cro- your Crossy Road. More, more than a fucking million dollars Crossy a Road.
1: Are you kidding? Yeah. And they went on to make what was the other one that they made? Pac Man 256. Yeah. And there was another one they made that was like Crossy Road but different. No. I've been like, I went to Galactic Circus, a crown. There's a fucking Crossy Road arcade machine that shoots out tickets. Really? <laughs> Can you fucking believe it? Like. No. That's how pervert... And, like, I mean, you've also got your know, Angry Birds and they've made movies and plush toys and all that sort of shit. It, like, if those mobile games take off, they become an industry of their own, yeah. not just a franchise. Like, it's this whole fucking thing. Like, it's
0: it's basically Pokemon all over again. One more question before we get into more positive more creative sort of stuff. We'll get to that in a second. Right. If they... Um... Maybe they've got an extended licensing agreement with Activision. Maybe it's a five-game contract, for example. Maybe. They're, they're three. What would you want them to do next? What sort of IP, licensed IP would, could you... And I, I, this is a question um, without notice.
1: As in, is it something that Activision already has or is it something that Activision could go out and
0: get for yeah, them? Yeah, that Activision could go out and get if they wanted. And um, the thing is, we can't go near Marvel at the moment because that's all tied in with Disney. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, no, that's, that's not true, actually, now I think about it. The way, like, you know, Insomniac's Sel- X- working they with um, Spider Man. Uh, Crystal Dynamics from Square Enix is working with Avengers. No, it's actually not totally. A, no, they could be well, licensed to a, a, to a Marvel it, game.
1: Sony has X. Is it Sony that has X Men? Who has X Men? Fox? Oh, in terms of film licensing, yeah. Or in terms yeah. of yeah. licensing in general, yeah, Fox. Yeah. Um, So I mean, they could get that, um, and an X Men fighting game. Because well, like, if you think about it, so and got they, it's going to be a car- well. it's going to be a character action game. Yes, because that's what Platinum does well. Iron Man. No, Damn. that'd be cool. N- right, no, nah, he's more like long distance. It's not. He's not up close and. Javelin,
0: Yeah, boom 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 War- uh, Wolverine. Flying, sorry. Wolverine, no, bang. Wolverine. Yeah. Wolverine. All right, there we go. So it's an X-Men or... Um, I'd probably Wolverine. say... I don't know. I mean... No, um, this is all tongue-in-cheek, so obviously we can't know for sure. I mean, even if could, they have a contract. You could say it? Deadpool, but that
1: well is probably too poisoned now. Um, Some say that game is all right. Yeah,
0: but, you know... But I, I do follow what
1: you mean, though. Oh, getting away from the whole comic book idea... Um, Yeah, it's rough. Um, Fucking, I don't know. Bring them on board to help make the next Super Smash Brothers. That's not bad, actually. Yeah, I mean they're
0: they're known for their mechanics. Why not?
1: Or and again, that's that's not partner partnering up with Activision. That's a completely left no, field. That's, yeah,
0: license thing, full stop. Not necessarily yeah. with Activision.
1: Yeah, or you know, maybe a I don't know Platinum Cross Tekken or I don't. You know, they they could go a lot of different routes. <sighs>
0: Uh, splatterhouse 2? I don't fucking. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, what do you want from me? here? Alright, This one might upset you more, or maybe you will get the creative juices going. Uh, that's not a bit Don't I'm don't screaming. call them
1: juices. That's great. Um.
0: So dream up for me. Okay. Their next IP. Their next IP. So you can you can go kind of mental with this, really. Um, which it could drive you mental, just because I'm not springing it on you. Oh, I'm springing it on you. Sorry. Oh, um. Do, like, do we get a Bayonetta three for starters? Whether it's Nintendo exclusive or not, do you if someone pays Bayonetta? for it, yeah. If Sony says I want that, then yeah, they'll get one. Because yeah, we'd like, and while you're while you're thinking that up, I'll go through some numbers in the meantime. Um, like when it, I mean, it, if, if, if if Capcom came right? to them and said,
1: "Yeah, I have this, I have money, use some do of our, use us, some yeah. of our, you know, make it a little Dead Risingy, give us some like weird." Back of the closet, Capcom references like you did with that funny Star Fox Metroid thing that you did in your last game. Give us some of that. Yeah. I mean, hell, they had they had references to Resident Evil Four in Bayonetta One. Yeah, no, so, that's fair. Uh, but in terms of a new IP, yeah, give me some time. Rattle off some shit. Yeah. Um, for while me,
0: while you're doing that, I'm going to go through some numbers. So. Demo, oh, yeah. as Jay mentioned before, Demo men, uh, meant, like gave some numbers for sales for Bayonetta 2 and then he made comparisons to Uncharted 4 and he oh. made comparisons to, what was the other one he made a comparison to? I don't to? know, I'm, I've got my no, own train of it going overdrive. on. Oh yes, uh, so yes, sorry, yes. basically what I did uh, after he made those comments, is so I jumped on there, he used VG charts so for consistency I went to the same source. I grabbed the Wii U numbers which is 13.8. Consoles, uh, 13.8 million, not 13.8 consoles, though sometimes sometimes you <laughs> might think that's all about that, man. 13.8 uh, consoles. Thir- 13.8 million consoles versus the Mate. Xbox, which is, according to their numbers, sitting on a flat 28 million, and the PS4, which is 54.1 million. <sighs> I grabbed Bayonetta 2's numbers, which was 0.79 million systems. That's just physical copies. We don't know about digital. I extrapolated all those numbers, so I... Without going into too deep maths, I divided the PS4 numbers by the Wii U numbers. That gave me a scale factor and I multiplied it out. I did the same for the Xbox. So uh, That seems like too much effort. I just got the amount I, of... I'm, un- I'm a high school maths
1: teacher and I'm equipped to do deal with number I numbers. I just did the amount of units sold, uh, divided by the amount of systems that's, on the platform. That's the same process, okay. yeah. yeah. Multiplied um, by 100 to get the percentage. Jump on! Oh,
0: my, okay. sorry, no, it's not quite. But it's not. So but basically, what I, what so the extrapolation I, told me is it had the and the. It's not an exact, far from an exact science here because we. I'm sure, like myself, for example, there are PS4 owners that also own a Wii U. Not many because there's only thirteen point eight. But that doesn't, there. that doesn't matter
1: because you, like, all you have a copy of yeah. Bayonetta two and a copy of Uncharted, so that makes um, so that makes no difference.
0: But, but uh, sorry, it wasn't so much about the comparison with the other games. Had Bayonetta. 3 sold through at the exact same rate that it did on the Wii U, it would have sold 3.11 million copies. Yeah, that's an awesome number. That's a big number. That's a real big number. Yeah. And on the Xbox One, on its current numbers, 1.6 million. Now, to put those in perspective, if, if it had sold 3.11 million copies on the PS4, sure, that's a mile behind Uncharted 4, but also keep in mind there's more, um, like, it's been two years. How and many copies did Uncharted 2 sell? Like, five or six. Yeah. second in a yeah. franchise like yeah. no, no, you no, need apples for no, apples I, I follow what you mean so, yeah. the, the whole idea though like it sold 3.11 in 2014 Uncharted 4 uh, 4 came out in 2016 so you've got another probably 30 million consoles out there based on how the PS4 is selling
1: sure so, and, like, and that's a not large, to mention, audience in there. how many bundles did you have Wii U Bayonetta uh, yeah None. none. None versus the
0: which, which is, it's in there with a large portion since yeah. it came out. Yeah, and you would
1: absolutely have Bayonetta bundled with a PS4. I mean, yeah. how so many, three, I, three, I'm one of those million. sort of weird nerds that would love to have a Bayonetta fucking skin from a PS4. Fuck yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd have one of those cases. Yeah, no, that's fair
0: enough too. I'm like and weird 3, like that. 3.11 million puts it well above Little Big Planet 3. Uh, Little Big Planet 3 report, you know, underperformed according to Sony's expectations. It's a PlayStation Plus game right now, so maybe go out and get it. Um, Bloodborne would have outsold, which, you know, one of your favourites. Infamous Second Son, which is, really big, big which is a big Sony IP, would have outsold Infamous. Yep. Yeah, sure, it would have been about 5 million units behind Uncharted, but Uncharted's the big flagship for PlayStation. Bayonet is not expected to do those sorts yeah, of numbers.
1: Yeah, it's like, if you put not it up, to mention third party versus second party. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Um, which is why I kind of specifically put it up against something like Bloodborne because it was a second party. Yes, sort of exactly, part. exactly. Um, when Just you, to when give you look at Xbox a quick One, 1. 1.6, it outsold uh, Sunset Overdrive, which did by un- double. Perform, but well, 1.15 million to Sunset Overdrive versus 1.6 for.
1: Yeah, but if we're looking at PlayStation Four yeah. numbers, it was what
0: 3.3.11.
1: 3.1.
0: It's not performed too badly when you compared to Gears of War Four. Gears of War 4, so it's currently sitting on like 2.7 million, it's less, like it's more than half of that, and again, it's sold on the Wii U, and it's not, yeah. like, and Gears is one of the big temples. So like, again, to quickly jump in, rate. the adoption rate for what
1: I calculate in terms of percentage, the adoption rate of Uncharted 4 is about 15-16%. Yeah,
0: it's real high in this business, yeah, but yeah. that's
1: right. Bayonetta was like 6, six yeah. 6% that's still huge
0: that's yeah. still a big number yeah if you have six in every hundred people buying it like the ps is on track for example to sell 100 million years that's six million copies of your game sold if, if that remains if that, math, if that remains yeah. true yeah and, that's right know, trying to factor out digital copies
1: for the sake of this of item. course that's right which, which potentially weren't even it's, in it's, the math in the no, first place it, no it
0: won't be in that math yeah. so, so there you go you can assume that Bayonetta's probably sold at least a million like you can imagine, maybe 200 million, uh, 200,000, yeah, 200 200, My numbers are a bit out of whack at the moment, but yeah. two
1: hundred thousand. Thirteen. We U's, two hundred million copies sold. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> really avid fan base. Let's. <laughs> they just love it. They movie. just love the show. Um,
0: any ideas with your ba- uh, with your? Um, so, I mean, in terms we'll of wrap things up. up in
1: terms is. of uh, a franchise, I could definitely see them taking on uh, *Sin and Punishment*. Would be a fantastic... So we working
0: with Nintendo again. Yeah. yeah that, that's fine. I'm not say that's a bad thing.
1: Yeah. Again, I mean, if you put that into a third person, I mean, because that's only really been kind of either 2D or 2.5D. Yeah. If they take that franchise and what that franchise can do of like melee Combat Plus, shooting combat, ever heard of Nier before? You know what I mean? Like they've they've already shown that they've got the chops to make something interesting with that, and then just fuck it, let Treasure make the next Star Fox, and everyone will win. So that's obviously an an initial existing franchise that I think they could make in terms of in terms of something very new.
0: Original.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean. Oh, I've totally put you that, on the spot. This that Dark Souls shit's pretty popular at the moment. Leverage that. Probably not. Um, I'd probably say maybe go for that God of War money, since they're no longer in... Since since God of War is no longer in that God of War business, make a fully-fledged, like, just another bayonetta, like a a straight, pure...
0: Oh, High-end yeah, character action record. game. Well, sorry, you know, you can see like classic up.
1: God of War style, yeah, yeah, classic yeah. Ninja Gaiden. Well, when I say classic Ninja Gaiden, Xbox One Ninja Gaiden, Xbox Origin Fucking, this is hard. O-
0: OG, games are hard. OG Xbox.
1: Yeah, Ninja Gaiden Sigma. Will call it because that's what that was the one that came. That was the one that came to PS3. Yeah, report, just because yeah. that is a differentiating factor. Um, that sort of game. Because no, no game names. Fucking that's a topic. Console in games. In,
0: yeah, we're gonna do that at some point. Let's
1: do. Um, that sort of game. No one's really in the market of making those anymore because everyone feels like it needs to be something more grand. But I feel like if you look at games like Bayonetta or even some of the old God of War games or any of those sort of brawlery type games, there was always a level of depth there in either the storytelling or the reference material or oh, the, some of the, game s- play, so like the side missions. Yeah, yeah, the mechanics or the the combos or the timing or the... S, 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 S ranks, yeah. even, even DMC was, yeah, not, was not all that long ago, and it was a real good game. Loved it. Yeah, uh, like that is wide open, so I would just say, hey, uh, look, hey, they could make the fucking next Devil May Cry for all I care.
0: I agree with you about what they should be making in both, in both respects, what I think they should do, and I'm going to be piling on top of basically what you've done here, is I think they actually need to partner with Square Enix, maybe become part of the fold. Uh, Square Enix are happy to support. Well, like, so maybe the, maybe the first thing they do is work on some, uh, an IP for them, but Square Enix are pretty happy to let studios do what they want these days. I would say maybe,
1: yeah, either them, Nintendo, maybe Capcom. Yeah,
0: if, yeah, Ka- Capcom if Capcom
1: wasn't a sinking ship,
0: They've got well, their they work. They've, to, to Capcom's credit, they're trying to dig their way out of it at the moment. And they're, they're, with what's happened with, with Resident what? Evil, they seem to be on the right. With Resident it. Evil, that's a game. I mean, Marvel vs. Capcom's now on the Street way. Street Fighter V. These are all um, the ones I'm talking about. The things that have come out or are now to come. So, still, uh, I think, st- I would argue that Street Fighter V was them trying to. Pretty fresh. D- yeah. Dead
1: Rising Four. We we can do this dance all day. Capcom is a sinking ship. I look. I would. I would happily. I mean, that doesn't mean you can't fix it. It's yes. just like there's a few shits holes getting sneed f- plugged. Yeah, Pop- there's a cork. in there. Yeah, stop popping Ryu in those holes. Yes. It doesn't. It, I appreciate it was in Smash Brothers, but like you do know, need to be dropping Akuma into every single other franchise that's not Street Fighter is not going to save you. Like yeah, do the they, cool they things. They need to do cool things. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, be the Capcom of like around about the time when Dead Rising 1 came out. Like, Lost Planet. Fucking... I mean, yeah, well, not well, an amazing d- game. D- depending but... on
0: where Capcom said it, because it seems as though the, those guys, be it the Clover guys or those who were formerly at um, Capcom, left because Capcom wasn't giving in the scope to do these yeah. creative projects. And that's and that's the thing. If Capcom is coming around, and hopefully they are, maybe they're a good... Alright, guys. Do, do you, want, you want to come back into do the fold? Or, yeah. We'll open you know open arms and and millions Fuck of dollars
1: hell. go like let let konami just open the coffers and have have given castlevania for all i care i don't know yeah okay. like i i actually weirdly trust platinum a lot more than i think a lot of people do for some reason i think people just, have,
0: like the the, sca- the 18 the sca- obviously <sighs> thing's taken a bit of a dent but uh, I, I think a lot of the talk has been a little bit too dramatic um but I th- But I there's reasonable questions that can still be asked as well. I suppose. Like where to from? And that's what we've tried to explore through this thing.
1: Yeah, for, like all it's really demonstrated to me personally is that it's consistent. There, yes, they've had some not so great games, but the shit that their A team is throwing out is consistently good. Yeah. Uh, it may not be consistently ten out of ten. Got to buy. No, but but still it's close. You know, it's solid, in the fucking ballpark.
0: Least, and then 8, and eight, eight and, and a half. Eight and
1: yeah. Like they can still get the that's job what, done.
0: That's what your typical AAA team does. So, yeah. and so, that, and that's the thing. Like, I if, think they just need to harness their talent and try and
1: yeah, or or maybe like, like be a little bit smarter with how they allocate their resources. Yeah, in terms of maybe don't try and make a like three quarters AAA game. Go for a quarter or half. Like yeah. a quarter being like a mobile game, or half being like an indie game, or something like that. Like, yeah. make some small stuff. Follow the fucking oh, I've totally blanked on their name the what they make the wolf among us guys. oh telltale yeah follow the telltale go go episodic who know, Who cares it doesn't matter the, the fact of the matter is is they need to make their smaller stuff smaller so that if it's bite sized your audience knows that going in and is okay with that because they're, they're, they're a company where they're mechanics they're a mechanics heavy company which is probably yeah. why I like them because they've that, got,
0: that's your yeah, they've yeah. they've
1: got pluck when it comes to like making games that are technically interesting. Like I mean, Vanquish, it's a fucking weird game, but technically it's actually quite cool. Same with Bayonetta. Bayonetta's it's it's a really deep one of those. Yeah. I mean, same with Metal Gear. Like a lot of people play Metal Gear and don't parry properly. It just happens. Yep. But again, there's a lot of technical gameplay in that game that you could very easily miss. It's, that's the sort of company they are. If you focus on those strengths, maybe adjust the scope of your games to fit that, then yeah, you probably make a shitload of money. Yeah, of course. That oh, sounds good. And again, if you've got a, a name like, again, like a Senate Punishment or something like that. Leverage an IP of sorts. That's right. That's that, how cool. I see that they should work.
0: No, good. Uh, and I mean, like I said, we, we kind of wish the best for them anyway. It's not designed for sure. a ragging thing, but there's questions that need to be asked. and I think we've come up with some... Not, the, not that they're going to hire us off the back of this, but, yeah. but I feel like we've come up with some decent answers. Though I am available.
1: Yeah, let me know. Let
0: me All know. right. Uh, so with that, I guess that's probably the end of our conversation there about Platinum. Yeah. Um, I'm, maybe you sort of topic of the month for everyone to kind of digest. Yeah. So. And, and again, look, I, I
1: guess this conversation, you could have this conversation Go about... Go pick up near yeah hopefully like hopefully it's good yeah I want it to be good because it's again it's on my list yeah and also because it looks
0: fucking sweet yeah but and if here he'd be able to tell you that because he's played the demo yeah
1: he's played the demo and I've, I've only seen the demo I haven't had hands on to feel how tight it feels but from what I've seen it looks quite nice but again this conversation is weird because you can kind of have this conversation about a lot of the big Japanese developers because we are now starting to come out of that the rut the, yeah and so it's like where actually are they i mean capcom like i said it looks like they're hitting, getting hit pretty hard konami makes pachinko machines and day spas and bad zombie games apparently
0: <laughs> and, and like and square Castlevania ha- netflix tv series i don't know if you caught that bit that's it that's uh it. so that's it for this month <laughs> Yeah, on that as though, in that, I'm taking a month off that, after that. That is that is patched for another month. Yeah, I mean again,
1: like Square Enix, you, again Platinum falls under yeah. that banner of like Japanese developers who. Where are they going? Where are they headed? Yeah. And it could be something really cool, but it could very easily be the bottom of the ocean. Yeah,
0: he's hoping that's not.
1: Yeah, because we like Japanese games.
0: Yeah. So with that, that is another episode of Patch for another month. Uh, make sure to check out the website, player2.net.au. p 2 on Twitter. Don't worry about Jay on Twitter. Player2AU on Twitter. Um, there's lots of really cool videos there. Last week's Patch Updates where we explain what happened to Damo. Um, again. Uh, from a fortnight ago, you'll find uh, myself and Adam talking about all the things we saw at RTX. Uh, interviews with, uh, of myself with Greg Miller and Tim Geddes of Kind of Funny. Um, and of course, next week where we talk about Borderlands, the, well, the franchise that's currently dolls. displayed on Jay's shirt. Um, strip the so flesh, stop the wound. Yeah. Actually, I don't even, I think we've got the props in the way. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all right. <laughs> but anyway, on that note, that is another episode of Patch. Thank you again for watching and we'll see you later.